Hello, and welcome to Belonging Before Believing, a podcast where we answer your questions about the church from the inside. Did you say that slow so I could put my phone down and be done with what I was looking at? Happy accident. <laughs> it was so good. So in between recording episodes, because just so you guys know, we're not magic and record these seconds before they get posted. But you already know that. <laughs> By now, you obviously know that. Anyway, between recording episodes, Pat tagged me in a Facebook post starring some Muppets dancing in a car. Specifically, Kermit the Frog and Fozzie Bear. Yeah. You are Fozzie Bear in the group. Thanks. Right? Thanks. In the duo, you're Fozzie Bear. Waka, waka, waka. Dude, yeah, there you go. <laughs> anyway. They're, they're, they're moving right along. <laughs> <laughs> I think we both did better than we thought we would. Dude, I, I, I almost nailed it. So the top of it said, me and my BFF driving to get lunch. Well, that's what we did on Saturday. That's what made me think of it. Is that what you thought too when we went to Mod? No, oh. but that's a good point. That basically is what, well, you didn't have a banjo with you. No, but we were happy. We, we were like, do, 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 well, do, 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 do. that day we went from eating pizza <laughs> to eating pizza and then got in my truck and drove and ate pizza. <laughs> and then we were both then we went just to Black Panther. so shocked at how full we were afterwards. <laughs> Sickening, sickening how full we were. Yeah. So the reason I brought this up is I was going to ask you a question. Okay. If, if you and I were going to go to lunch tomorrow, where would you want to go? This is the you know most. Okay. This is the most stumped I've ever seen you. We get <laughs> this whole podcast is about answering questions about deep theological things, and that is the most stumped you've been yet. Anyway, okay, you know what you, you know what I like really want and haven't had in a long time is I would want to either go to the doghouse and get their uh, western bacon. That burger at the doghouse is uh, amazing. It's an unsung hero. Right? It does not it's get a lot so of attention. It's so good and their onion rings are killer. Killer. That place is great. It's back. It's tucked away. And part of me is glad it is, but part of me is like, man, everyone should know about this place. Dang. So the doghouse, that's a good one. Or I'd love to go to Nobby's and have a Nobby's burger. Nobby's is so, I'm, I'm on a burger right now is what I'm saying. I want a burger. I like In-N-Out. Oh, Banshee has a good burger with that bacon jam on it. Oh, oh that is amazing too. You're killing me right now. Why did I ask you this question? It, it's late and we haven't eaten dinner yet. I'm going to end up in the, my truck sooner than I thought. <laughs> so I... How about you? Where are we going? Super predictable for my first one. Mm-hmm. We're going to Akataka. Akataka. Yeah. yeah. And we're getting Pastor. Oh, yeah. dude. Why yeah. would you get anything else right. at Akataka? Right. I still don't right. get it. All right. of these people who are going to Akataka and getting, getting chicken or carne asada. Ugh. Carne asada is fine. It's whatever. Even carnitas is good, but man. Carne asada is the vanilla latte yes. of Mexican yes, restaurants. You are so spot on. Oh, yes. Gosh. I, I tell people all the time, I don't know any white people who love Mexican food more than I do. <laughs> I like it a lot. I, I like it a lot. I like it a lot. I'm the type of dude who will eat the lengua. Yeah. Oh, I will too. Lengua yeah. burrito. Yep. Mm. Yeah, lengua tacos. Yeah. I'll, I'll have it and like look at it. Know what I mean? I'll I'll have it and look at it. <laughs> you have to eat it, dude. Gordo to prove burrito. That you like it. Gordo burritos five for five tacos. You can't. You almost can't beat that in town. 
Gordo Burrito is so good, and their tacos are ridiculous. And five for five bucks? Dang, lang. And after you try to take me to Nobby's for a burger, I'm going to hit you in the head, and we're going to go to the tackle box and have a real burger. Dude, I said like three burgers, and they're all good. <laughs> it's true. Anyway... <laughs> I want because you can I, get alligator or rhinoceros or you can leopard get kangaroo or whatever. Oh leopard. my gosh! Can you get kangaroo, panda burgers, <laughs> super endangered species? Dude, the tackle box, those guys. I would not at all be surprised if there was a panda burger in the back there somewhere. <laughs> it's like an FBI raid. <laughs> all these endangered meats that they've hey, got in I the got deep the panda freezer. burger, five hundred bucks. <laughs> That's awesome. I have no clue, based on our metrics, how many people who listen to this podcast are in town. But judging by the first five minutes of this episode, I really hope that a lot of people (laughs) are listening from Chico. Otherwise, these people scroll, scroll, scroll. (sighs) Sorry. Sorry, everyone. Or come to Chico and go out to eat with us. I will buy you lunch if you are from out of town and you drive to Chico. I'll buy you dinner and a beer. It'll be a good day. It'll be a great day. It'll be a great day. Dude, how much fun would that be? Honestly, how much fun would that be? First person to email us, belongingbeforebelieving at sovereignjoycf.org, and say that you want to go to lunch and dinner with Brian Gumpy and Patrick Mathers, it's on us. Okay, wait, we got to qualify that. Because I know people who live out of town. Ryan Mack, when he hears this, he lives in Grass Valley. He's He will email us and drive that day. I hope so, he does. Well, I hope he does too. But Ryan, <laughs> that offer is open to you anyway. So you don't count. Everyone else counts but Ryan Mack. <laughs> Ooh, do I get to pick a person who yeah, doesn't yeah, count? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Andrew Fash. Riggs. <laughs> you don't count. Augie Fash doesn't count either. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> No, no, no. Augie does because I Andrew lives in town. Why would does Andrew Riggs get a pass? Oh, that's oh, a good point. And Augie Fash, he's gonna let me drive his Mazda Miata. So I'll buy him dinner and a beer. Because right, he's yeah. gonna let me drive his Miata. There you go. There you go. Oh, yeah. You gotta pick somebody. We said nobody town. in town. Yeah. Okay, so that's why Riggs is, sorry, Riggs. <laughs> you don't count twice. Okay, so you were like. They're going to hate us for the food. And now we're like naming our friends. I was about to say, this is turning into the most esoteric <laughs> episode of all time. But that's okay because I don't think this episode's going to take us very long. Ugh. All right. All right. I'll, I'll think of my person who doesn't count by the end. Okay. Okay. So the question for today, Pat, how do you know when you find your purpose? What am I doing right now? You are shaking your head with your eyes closed. <laughs> Okay, to be fair, I really genuinely believe the saying, there is no stupid questions. (laughs) This one's precariously close for me. (laughs) For you, I will say. For me. I'm I'm saying for me, and I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to talk smack. I'm not trying to be pejorative. I I have a hard time with this question. I know you do. You got to do the heavy lifting here. I'm, I'm, we're going to walk through it together because here's why. Can I hold your hand? Here's why. No. There's a Praise reason. God. If you could see our table set up right now, it is a you know two-seat wide table, and I sit on one side, 
at the very end, and I set up Pat's chair diagonally across the table and at the other end. So we're looking like kind of across diagonal this table. No, we cannot hold hands. Okay, here's why. That's just logistics? That's the problem? <laughs> Nothing else. Geography. So <laughs> here's why I want to answer this question. Because remember. Okay, it matters to somebody. It matters. Yeah. It, well, uh, no, no. I get that. More than that. Okay. I think this matters to a lot of people. You're, you know what? You're right. You're right. We I, are. I'm, I'm being Are dumb. you going to let me speak? My word, you are chatty right now. <laughs> All right. So uh, if we're. That's a fun word to say. Chatty. Okay. I'm done. Half of the people are not going to make it to this point <laughs> in this episode. Squ- we are, I am still going. You are squirrely right now. Okay. So if you're somebody who does not attend church, if you're somebody who does not consider yourself a Christian, then finding your purpose is not only going to be something that you're probably thinking a lot about, but you probably don't have a clue how to figure it out. And that's why I think that this is a good question for us to answer on this podcast. Yeah, no, you're, you're, not, you're not wrong. Oh. So, so what, is, what, what is purpose? Finding your purpose. What, what, is, what is purpose? So that I know what I'm answering, because I'm kind of not exactly sure. So I think... Is purpose... Th- so what, what I'm getting at is, is purpose like a proclivity? Like... I like to. I like animals, no, so no, so my no. purpose is to work and volunteer at the Humane Society. I mean, that would I, be your passion. Okay, but that but so that's not a purpose. It's a passion. So good. Define this for me, because I clearly, I, I need help here. Your purpose. What's what is your function? What's your reason for being here? What's the point of being here? Okay. Um, so I I think that we have to start from our side and then maybe it would be helpful to kind of backtrack and try and figure out how somebody else would try to think this through. So cool. Pat, the first thing that I want to ask you, okay. What is the chief end of man? The chief end of man is to glorify God and enjoy him forever. Yes, very good. Yeah. And so... Where do we get that? From the Westminster Confession of Faith. That's right. Catechism. But, larger catechism question and answer one. Oh, but yeah. it's, that's fine. It's, you're right. Yeah. You're right. I'm, I'm mixing right. my Presbyterianism yep. and my yep, Baptistism. That's, that's yep, yeah. understandable. I, I get on the mic and I just get nervous. All the details start to come out of my head. All the years, the dates, the times. Anyway. Uh, yes. So what I love about that is the chief end of man is to glorify God and enjoy him forever. First of all, it is vast in its scope. Like, does that apply to Pat? Does that apply to somebody in India? Does it apply to somebody in their 80s? Does it apply to somebody who is a child? What is the chief end of man? To glorify God and enjoy him forever. It's vast in its scope. Yes. Everybody. Right. That's that's everybody. It's also vast in its application, which sounds like the same thing. But what I mean is... um, not just the the what these people look like, but also the type of things that they do with their lives. What I love so much about our episode about Kanye West <laughs> is uh, it ended up being super practical for you know encouraging people who you know do what we would consider you know maybe mundane labor. 
and how you know you can be you can a barista glor- right. for the glory of God. You can glorify God in what so many might see as mundane work. And so when we're talking about our purpose, if our purpose is to glorify God and enjoy him forever, doesn't it free us up to pursue things that we're passionate about? That's why I liked making that distinction at the beginning between purpose and passion. Um, yeah, I'm glad you did, honestly, because that, in my mind, brings clarity. I certainly wasn't thinking along those lines, so I, I really appreciate that. Um, I think that as we're talking to people and we're trying to you know, point them to their purpose, that we're, we're inevitably going to point people back to God, right? And Revelation chapter 4, verse 11, it says that by God's will, everyone exists for his glory, for his honor, for his praise, and, and on that passage goes there in 4.11. And so we exist for the glory of God, but it also brings us to our purpose and gives us the most satisfaction, the, the greatest worth and value and uh, meaning of life. Totally. So that's big, right? I mean, that's yeah. a big picture. Now we're, we're we're working back down, right? Yeah, yeah. So if <laughs> if you don't seek to glorify God, and you don't know where to begin to enjoy Him, how do you find right. how don't, do you find your purpose then? Dude, okay, so this is extra credit. Okay, this is bonus. How many people think those are mutually exclusive terms? Glorifying God and enjoying God. <laughs> Right? That's a good point. Right? Glorifying God is like, oh, I gotta go to church and do the thing and kneel down and stand over here and this and that. Enjoying God, when you enjoy something, you think of just pleasure and bliss and rest and freedom. And we we want to put those two things together. We want people's minds to be blown by the fact that you can glorify God and enjoy him, and that both of those things happen at the same time. Yeah. No, that's a great point. Anyway, sorry. I just, that was extra credit. Yeah. So what I was just saying is, so if you don't seek to glorify God, and you have no clue how to enjoy him, so how how does that person try and find their purpose? Um, I think you're you're going to be longing for something that has meaning. Um, I always like to tell my crew at work that everybody wants to feel like they do work that matters. Um, personally, if I'm going to be doing something that matters, I want it to have or something that has some type of legacy to it. Nothing fleeting where, you know, tomorrow nobody cares about the work that I did today. And I think mm-hmm. in a much bigger and broader sense, people want to do work where, you know, they know it's going to matter, not just tomorrow, but next month, next year, next generation. And so, I think, and let me know if I'm playing too fast and loose here, I think that we see that in ourselves because we are eternal beings. And I think we know that so much of the things that we you know, busy ourselves with, if we're being honest on this earth, can, can be kind of fleeting. So we ask a question like this because we're kind of disappointed with the way we see things playing out, we're kind of frustrated because we we don't feel the weightiness and the gravity that should come with a purpose. We feel like that 
we, there must be more to life than this. There must be, I have to have a higher reason, a higher purpose, right? Yeah. So, and the way we would respond to that is the first thing that we would want to point people to, if you want to purpose, is that you, you want to know God because he created you. And he did, I mean, th- people have said in the past that God has a wonderful plan for your life and therefore you should come to him. I don't want to say that. What what I want to say is that there is purpose and reason for why you exist. You have meaning, you have value, you have dignity, you have worth. And God didn't create you arbitrarily. God didn't create you just to get kicks out of, you know, watching you spin around and toil. There is plan. Pardon me, there is a plan, there is a purpose. And the first way to get to that is to know God. Because in knowing God, then God will lead you into what his plan and purpose actually is for you. That Then from there, what you'll find is that the, he has created you and made you with certain um, traits and certain desires and certain passions, and that oftentimes the purpose for which you were created is often bound up in those desires and passions. And what oftentimes happens is that the person who comes to God knows God, begins to grow in their relationship with God, finds themselves doing the very thing that they already loved and enjoyed, but now doing it with purpose and value and worth because they're doing it from a perspective of God is pleased and I am fulfilled because I'm doing the thing which he created me to do. And I was thinking about it. We answered from the believer's perspective very briefly we we quoted Westminster. Well, because we're assuming that that this question is not coming from that perspective, right? Well, that's what I'm getting at. Aha. Uh-huh. So, what percentage of of Christians do you think, when you ask them, "What is your purpose?" are going to recite back the Westminster? Uh, almost none. Like five percent. No, not even that. Yeah. Yeah. So I I would be shocked if it was one percent. So how, I guess, do, was, did we answer that sufficiently for the Christian? For the Christian. Did we answer that sufficiently for the Christian? Because it's easy to throw that out there, but it almost sounds too easy. Oh, you just have to glorify God and enjoy him forever and all the rest, like it'll just fall, or fall into place. Um, I have a feeling that there's a good deal of people out there who will still feel like they ha- don't have purposeful lives. Well, because here's what'll happen is you'll hear the phrase, if if you don't have a big God, amazing grace, merciful forgiveness kind of perspective, if you don't really understand the gospel, you're going to hear the phrase glorify God. And you're going to hear, I have to obey him. I have to do works. And you're going to hear the phrase, enjoy him forever. And you're going to go, I'm supposed to love to work and do a lot of things that he says don't do and do. That's funny. So, when I hear glorify God, if I'm really like trying to just think about what my gut reaction would be, I would more think about like just being in church. Well, that's you. Singing yeah. songs, no, no, reading no. scripture, something. No, I, I mean like right. if I'm really trying to think about, you know, as uh, taking myself back to before, like I knew what you would say right now. Right. Um, I don't just think about duty. I think about like going and singing the songs. And like, when I think about glorifying, it seems like it's a, 
it's an an action, not in in like being obedient and stuff like that, but like it's worship. So in my interact, okay. So I don't think you're wrong, mm-hmm. but I think that that that's a answer that some Christians would come up with. Right. That's all I, I was trying in, to say. In my no no fair enough. In my interactions with Christians um, who are from various different churches and denominations, a lot of the time when I'm talking to them about grace and I'm talking to them about mercy. They're, they they default. There's this trip that is flipped, and they always go back to works. They start thinking, "Oh, I got to feed the homeless more." I've heard that today. I literally heard somebody say that today. When I started talking to Grace about somebody, they're like, "Oh yeah, I should be feeding the homeless more." And I'm like, no, "Okay, we're not opposed to feeding the homeless people, but that's not what we're talking about." That should be something that is like eight, nine steps removed out of a response of grace. Like that's just something that we should be doing just because we're so enthralled with God and so enjoying him. But what I hear Christians doing is they hear glorify God. They hear, we, you know, the, that kind of thing. And they just think, I have so much to do. I have work to do. I have to do this. I have to read my Bible and pray every single day. And and we want to say, no, you need to just know him better. You need to love, know Jesus better and love him more at the end of the day when you did when you got up. And everything else is going to come. That does, and, and none of that has works in it. <laughs> right. And that, so this is one more thing that I wanted to talk about is I think that finding your purpose, even to, uh, you know, the common Christian, it sounds more pejorative than I meant it to, but we're going to roll with it, um, can be something that seems mysterious, seems even aloof where, oh, you know, like what's God's will for my life? That's my purpose. You know, everything from what, you know, church should I be going to? What house should I buy? What, what car should I buy? What should job I should I yeah, have? Exactly, job? exactly. So I feel like we're pulling the rug out from under people when we say something simplistic like... The, like this, love God and do what you want. That's that's basically where I wanted us to land. <laughs> you're, you're three steps ahead of me. Yes, that's exactly what and I was getting at. my BFF and we're going to go eat food. <laughs> Of course I know. <laughs> hey, I do work that Mathers. Oh, gosh. That was bad, dude. I love puns. That was bad. <laughs> you just took me out of it. I'm sorry. There's no recovering from that. Ah. I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope that you know what your purpose is. If you didn't know what your purpose is, then you certainly have heard. Write me what, a sternly worded email because you, I killed it. What we see your purpose as. This has been Belonging Before Believing, where we believe that you belong. I'm so sorry. Tell them you're sorry. I'm so sorry. Later. Later.